It is the 2080 Baseball Podcast. The season is over. Evan Hendershot and Travis Crins with you. An off-season edition, and there's already stuff going on. Players getting signed, options not being picked up, tons of stuff going on. So it should be probably a busy uh, month of November. And, of course, in my opinion, this is the best World Series I have ever witnessed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably is pretty good. I can't I can't remember 2001 so great just cuz I was That nine, was pretty good. But that was that's really the only one I can think that was Seattle of walk-off home runs for the Yankees at home. Yeah, and, and uh there was one blowout. Game um, 6 was not particularly close. But game 7 was. So game seven and, was. and you had that Randy Johnson coming back and That was fun. Um that's the only one I can really remember. 91 series uh, considered maybe the best with Twins and, and the Braves because it was so close. Uh, extra inning games, all of that in the game seven. So I, I, I would put that at number one. And, uh, you know, you got others in the mix as well. A lot of people like uh, maybe 75 uh, Reds, Red Sox. But for, for this series, uh, very, very good. I don't think have we talked since the series started. I think we talked maybe game one, game yeah, two, game maybe. one. I don't know. I feel, I don't know about you, but I am all baseball out after this. I'm excited, folks. <laughs> I'm excited again. I just, it's, it was, uh, it was an it's exciting, season. it was an exciting series, but it was grueling, I think. Um, as far as just the, some of the length of some of the games were like, oh boy. Very long games. Game five in particular. What I have dubbed the greatest game I've ever seen. A 13-12 victory in 10 innings, 5 hours and 17 minutes, no less. Come from behind, back and forth. 4 nothing Dodgers, 4-4. 7-4 Dodgers, 7-7. 8-7 on the Springer. It was a triple, could have been an air. 8-8, uh, eight eight, and then Houston extends the lead. 11-8 with two outs to go. Pui gets a one-handed home run. We'll talk about the baseballs in a bit. And then I believe it was Chris Taylor got the uh, game tying hit, and then the uh, Astros walk it off in ten. Just a a, a fantastic baseball game, uh, drama as much as you could possibly have in a game. Um, I I can't I, I there's nothing that I could compare this to. I thought it was great. Yeah, um, I had to watch it afterward. Terrific. What did you think? I thought this was uh, just the back and forth being. It wasn't a game seven, but it was a game five. Very, very important. And uh, ultimately, this this game did decide, if you want to look at it that way, this did yeah. decide the World Series because if Houston doesn't win it, they don't win the World Series. And um, just back and forth, the home runs, the, the excitement level, and the drama. Um, and that last Dodger comeback, I think, maybe pushed it over the edge if it needed uh, an exciting finish. Very long game, but uh, yeah, 10th inning, it was it was amazing. Yeah, I think it shows the uh, value of having hitters who can hit homers, or not even that, who can hit fly balls, um, which is obviously pretty played a pretty big role here in this series, but um, it's weird. It's just weird to me seeing all those home runs. I'm fine with it. It's just, well, it's just weird. Well, the record, record for most home runs in a World Series was set after five games, they didn't. They didn't even need the last two to happen. Uh, most home runs in a season, most home runs in a playoffs with over a hundred, and now there were twenty-five some home runs in this series. Uh, the baseballs were a big topic. My friend Tom Verducci did a big article, a uh, good article by him, talking about uh, 
particularly the slider. <laughs> the, the slider, how uh, pitchers couldn't get a good grip on the slider. They thought the baseballs were slicker. Baseball, of course, has denied this and every other thing with changes of the baseball during the season, but uh, with the pitchers uh, handling baseballs as they do every day for eight or nine months for decades at a time, I would tend to believe them. And maybe baseball had nothing to do with this. Maybe they did. Uh, what 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 did you make of Tom Verducci's article on the slick baseballs? Well, I'm totally buying it. Um, and I think there is definitely one guy who this killed more than anyone. His name is Hugh Darvish. Yeah, I'm looking at his Brooks baseball page at the moment. 25% sliders is what he throws. That's pretty huge. Um, not like Lance McCullers and his curveball, but that's pretty huge. If pitchers were really having trouble with this, um, baseball's got a big problem on their hands. And they said this was just maybe like the World Series, not so much regular season. Mm-hmm. The baseballs were different in the World Series for whatever re- uh, reason. Uh, Kershaw throws a slider a good amount of time. Uh, so does Verlander. Um, I don't did that. I, the only uh, critique I had of the article. Uh, what what did other guys think? They had. Uh, McCullers apparently do a blind uh, field test, and he could feel it. Um, he throws the curveball a lot. What, did it affect his curveball? I wanted to know uh, more on that end. Yeah, I guess we don't. We don't really know. know. I think you'd have to get your hands on one and have a pitcher kind of like a guy the, that throws a lot of pitches. Have him use one and have him use the other and see what he gets. And just ask these guys who pitched in the World Series how it affected them. Kershaw had a good start. He had a bad start and he pitched well in Game 7. Well, it's going to look bad if any Dodgers player says, oh, this was bad for me. Like Um, everybody said it was bad. So, Well, yeah, but they're not going to want it. I don't think they're going to want to go back and talk about the World Series at this point and and try to blame it on the baseball. I hope hope they don't do that, but um, if Astros come out and say this is a big problem... Verlander was pretty vocal, saying, no, they're different. I mean, they're different. There's not much you can do about it, both sides. Well, see, that's the problem. They shouldn't be saying there's not much you can do about it. They should be saying this is a huge problem, and obviously it killed you, Darvish. It killed him. He couldn't do anything. He sucked. That appears to be the case. The other guys, though, uh, Charlie Morton, Brad Peacock, uh, pitch fantastic. They really, uh, really uh, were, were huge, huge reasons out of the bullpen why uh, Houston won the World Series. So it affected some guys, and some guys uh, maybe it didn't. And it was it was the uh, like the sixth inning was the key inning for the Dodgers. It was 1-1 in game one. It was 1-1 in game two. It was like what one to nothing in game six or whatever it was. So some low-scoring games in the first half, then you had these offensive explosions uh, later on for whatever that's worth. Yeah, no, it was a good series. I feel like... Um... It's it's one of those things where it's hard to say anything that hasn't been said on it really already. I, I don't know what else to add that um, people haven't gotten to. I don't like this. Uh, I just don't like the combination of Houston's ballpark and those crazy baseballs and all these power hitters in one place that's in this like crazy warm setting where the balls are just flying. That's a bad combo. So. Build your roster to your ballpark, you say, and uh, Houston, I they do. I don't know if that was even, um, the. I guess maybe a little bit, but um, I mean, the Dodgers were good there too. Um, I think maybe, I don't know. I don't even know what, I, I hope somebody dives into this further because um, this, whole, this whole baseball thing's a problem. And the juice balls and all that, that's totally real. Everybody knows it, except... MLB is just not saying it. Um, 
they need to sort of figure that out next year because um, a record home run pace isn't what you want, but it's better than very few home runs. Baseball was very uh, the offense was on a on a very good downhill plane, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden two years ago it just all of a sudden goes up dramatically. So it would it would be something with the baseballs right there. They need to I don't know they need to find a middle ground. Yeah, you can alter the balls a little bit if you have to to make uh, uh, more offense more offense, but not that to that extreme. I think they went um, too far, so dial it back a bit. Maybe they left um. Maybe maybe they left those baseballs out in the sun because if I know anything from Gabe Kapler, which we were just learning, mm. leaving the balls out in the sun is a benefit. There's more juice to the balls yes. when you leave the balls yes. in the sun. Yes, yes, there is. Uh, great, great series. Uh, game one, Kershaw. Uh, Kershaw was in game one, right? Pitched mm-hmm. great, uh, and people are like, oh, you know, postseason, he's great again. Then uh, game. I don't know if people were saying he's oh, yeah. great. They were I like, think, oh yeah, it's over. It was like, oh, the playoffs, it's over. The uh, I think people were saying he's better. See. On average now, which he was better on average because his average ERA went down. It's not so. good. Uh, people, like I think I said last week, people are so, they don't want to believe it. They don't want to believe he he's not good in the playoffs. But, you know, he, he he's had some really good starts and he's had some really bad starts. And that's the way it was this post, uh, this, this World Series was his playoffs. They good e- one and a bad one. They even out. I mean, he's playing an awesome hitting team. It's well, not like he's playing the Padres or something or the Giants or some team name a bad team but when you even them out it, it comes out to be a four and a half era which was bad honestly in the playoff in the world series that's, that's like, not so bad okay if you bring okay i've been i've been searching i've been searching the uh, five uh, county region here oh yes is clayton kershaw the worst playoff pitcher ever oh boy he can't be the worst okay he can't be the single worst is there a pitcher that has pitched as many innings as he has who has a worse ERA? I have not been able to find it. Right now he is uh, he's over 100. He's about 120-some. Well, that's a lot of innings. And the problem is it's hard to find a comparison because not all these other teams over history have had ALDS, ALCS, World Series. They've A lot of had only World Against Series. Against lesser teams? And hitting's been worse, yeah. So. Against lesser teams in these uh, divisional series. Well, yeah, but these are still good teams, though. Like, the Diamondbacks are good. They can hit. They can hit better than any team in the 70s could hit. They could hit better than any team in the 80s could hit. Um, so, I don't know if that's... I mean, he's been pretty consistent. NLCS, NLDS, World Series. He's been consistent as I'm far just saying as ERAs his, I'm just saying four. his innings are high because of all these series. 100, so. Okay, I'll just do 100 innings. 100 innings flat. That's 80, a lot of playoff innings. I don't 80 know. 80 or 100. 80, 80 to 100 80 innings. 80 to 100 innings. Let's... Minimum of 80 to 100. I can't think of... I mean, I've looked at certain guys. Uh, CC was pretty close. He was in the low fours. But I have trouble coming up with guys even in the fours. So that's... Uh, I mean, it is what it is. It just wasn't very good in, uh, in the playoffs again this year. And he gave it up there in game five. Oh, well. Better luck next year. That's right. I mean... Dodgers are starting to get into that Braves territory now of five straight division titles. Uh, they haven't won it. They finally got there, at least. Uh, Yankees went on a run early 2000s. Mm-hmm. They had, what, six in a row. And the Braves, of course, uh, mid-late 90s to early 2000s, 10 in a row without even getting there. So Dodgers uh, in Houston, your two favorites for next year, along with Cleveland. And uh, again, what was it last week I said? 
last time the best the team with the best record won it. Back to back years was in the mid seventies. Cubs won it last year with the best record. Dodgers one game short, hundred and four wins. Houston was pretty close. Yeah, 101 wins. He had two teams with over 100 wins. That was very exciting. Uh, very, very good. Good playoffs. AL was a little better than the National League. Mm-hmm. And this World Series was, I think, the best that I've seen. Who would have thought the Yankees almost took down Houston? That's, That's pretty right. crazy. Looking that at, is. Watching Houston in the World Series, it's like, how did they bring them to seven? That's pretty shocking. To me. Good pitching. I mean, they shut down the bats and... For the first 16 innings of the World Series, Houston wasn't hitting at all. Well, that shows you how well the Yankees were pitching, I think, especially how much they blew up Houston did at the end, I think. Um, how much Maybe you, maybe that's just a matter of the Yankees have more guys that throw kind of junk pitches, you know, um, Tanaka, Sabathia, Sonny Gray even, um, other than Severino, really. The, the Yankees have a lot of guys that throw either like extreme fastballs or just garbage, and that can be hard to hit. How much do you attribute that to the long series, the wearing down of the bullpen, whether that was fact or fiction later on in the well, series? The, the Dodgers starters couldn't get deep, and that did probably kill them. Um, and the Yankees starters were able to get deeper, and their bullpen wasn't so bad. So I, I'm sure that played a, a role. Um, I assume if the slickness factor hurts sliders, I assume it hurts cutters. So Kenley Jansen. That's what I want to know. It was like only sliders. So what does it do with the other pitches? Yeah. I'm sure it was just slider pitchers complaining, but I'm sure it does have some effect on every pitch that's not a four-seam fastball probably. AJ AJ Hinch was like, yeah, it's it's, it's the same to me. AJ Hinch gets in bar fights. I don't know if I trust his judgment. I think Rich Hill was maybe the other guy. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I don't see much of a difference. Well, Rich Hill throws basically two pitches. So <laughs> I mean, so does Lance McCullers. That's true, and neither of them really had huge issues. Um, so McCullers was a little wild there on Clearly on it wasn't. Seven. Well, he's sometimes wild, but uh, I think clearly it wasn't a curveball issue. And that's what I want it because my problem with old Verducci is that he uses the, uh, you know, his narrative here was the slider and the slickness, and I'm like, well... No, you didn't really mention the, the curveball or anything like that, so that doesn't fit his narrative of what he wanted here. So maybe he went in, maybe, you know, he got wind of this, and uh, maybe he like, all right, slider, I'm going to concentrate on the slider. I don't care if it doesn't affect the curveball at all or, or any other pitch. I'm just going to concentrate on this one pitch that, well, half the guys maybe throw a quarter of the time. Well, maybe that's his next book. You gotta, when, when you're writing, you're right, you got to have a narrative. So he was sure. doing what he wanted, and I can't blame him for that at all. Good article, though. Yeah, it's bad problem for the MLB. They look bad. They look bad this year. I, I for the baseball. The, yeah, the baseball thing was just a big debacle, and they really blew it, and uh, they look pretty silly, I think. They do. What else What else? World Series? I don't really have any other oh, things to add. Oh, I've got tons of stuff. Oh, boy. Brandon Morrow, he pitched in every game. I think he's yeah, the second guy. Weird. Second guy ever to pitch in every game. The other guy I'd never heard of. I don't some guy in the seventies <laughs> with Cincinnati some or some seventies team. Some guy. I have no idea who it was. Bill, some guy. He was uh, decent. Uh, Morrow. They they brought him in in that game four. He threw four pitches. He threw six pitches. Gave up four runs. And Dave Roberts had said before that game, "Yeah, I'm not going to use him." And they needed to use him. And they were saying he was tired. It looked like he was based on the result. But then you look at what he actually did. Dodgers had five days off between that Cubs series and Astros series, so everybody should be fine. Uh, first three games against Houston, 
He threw 10 pitches, 14 pitches, and 13 pitches. By no means uh, should he be tired. 37 pitches in three days? I don't know. I've got a good argument for why he was tired. Over the last five seasons, he av- he's averaged 36 innings per season. He was, uh, yeah, injured and uh, maybe <laughs> caught up with him. He only threw, threw 43 innings this season, mm-hmm. and he pitched in damn near every game that they had. They had a day off. He comes in. He uh, threw 14 pitches in game four, and then that's when they're like, nope, we're not going to use him, even though he was very good in game four. And then he throws the six pitches there. He only threw to one batter last night, struck him out on three pitches. So uh, cool thing Brandon Morrow, though, gets to pitch in all seven games. Yeah, too bad they lost. I'm sure he would much <laughs> rather have pitched in every game than win. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> How much money has Brandon Morrow made? Go. Former fifth overall pick. $4 million? $27 million. Holy hell. <laughs> so Free I, agent? Free agent? Um, I Maybe the Twins look at that. Oh, Yeah, looks like he might. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, he probably he made a lot of money. He probably made oh, a lot yeah, of money. For sure. Well, he is a reliever, and the there, are, there are quite a few good relievers on the market. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was interesting, though, that he pitched uh, every game. Morton, Peacock, and McCullers. This was fantastic to watch. Uh, the Yankees, end of the Yankees series when they team them up. Peacock having that long save. Uh, Morton going the uh, the final four some innings there. This is what I, if I'm the manager, this is what I've always wanted to do. Have a guy go out there, pitch the final three or four innings, and, man, I have one critique of A.J. Hinch coming up, but using Morton and Peacock and McCullers like they did for three, four, five innings, was an A plus. Is your critique that he's a grown man named AJ? No. Okay. Um, I yeah, I liked the Charlie Morton use last night. I think um, they couldn't hit him. Couldn't why? Hit him. Why would you take him out? Why would? You, yeah, he was looking good. Um, and that happens. I mean, if you got a starter who's going to end up going one and a half times through the order, that you're you're usually going to do pretty well. So um, that worked out. Kershaw was good too. Yeah, he was good. What four innings? Shut out baseball. Um, maybe start him then. That was the big argument. Start <laughs> yeah, him. It, yeah. You know you're going to pitch him in this game. Mm-hmm. And you, Darvish, you know there he was on full rest. You got him. You traded for him because of this situation. But Kershaw is the best guy. I think there is some argument to we traded for. I, I don't agree with this, but I think they're they're thinking, oh well, you Darvish is good at baseball, and we traded for him to pitch in a game like this. Okay, we'll let him pitch, um, but that's not a good reason to do anything ever. Um, they left Tyler Clippard off their playoff roster. The Astros did. Um, He'll get that ring, though. There we go. So it's not like if you get a guy, you have to use them. Um, you, Darvish, stunk in that first game. I, I would have seriously considered not pitching him in Game 7. My my thinking was your two best pitchers are Kershaw and Jansen. I see no reason why you could not have gotten in, in an ideal world – you could have gotten seven innings from those two guys. Yeah, and I think um, if you had a stretch of uh, switch hitters and lefties, you could have used Rich Hill even in a quick inning or something. Um, but I just don't think Dave Roberts is wanting to get super creative. Like it's a mental block. I I, I was uh, you know when Bumgarner did his thing a couple years ago, everybody knew it was coming in. Mm-hmm. I said start him then. Do not wait until the fourth or fifth inning because we do not know what will happen. Mm. It ended up good for the uh, Giants. It did not end up well for the Dodgers. Pitch your best guy right away. Do not throw anybody else out there. If you're going to pitch them, 
Start them. Yeah, I agree. But um, not a tough decision. Managers are difficult. In the Brian Kenny book, which is I uh, my favorite book, it's the herd mentality. You cannot stray from the herd. So if you do something and it does not work, they will criticize you for it. So that's that's part of the reason why here. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um. I just. Uh, what do you do? What who? Do, what do you do? You unless you hire a manager and say I'm I'm your GM and I'm or I'm your front office and I'm making all your decisions and you you're hire just a Gabe manager. Kepler. You're just a shadow manager. You know, like that's the only way around it. I think. I mean, you talk it over and say, okay, who we're gonna go with the Darvish, Darvish, and hopefully, you know, he can maybe go seven innings and we go to Jansen and we have Kershaw available. Or you say, you know what, Darvish, he didn't pitch well. This uh, slick ball slider thing seemed to affect him. Um, Kershaw is our best guy. He had a good start. He had a bad start. Uh, let's let's throw him out there. And Jansen, Jansen pitched uh, like a madman in this series. Some good good starts, some uh, bad appearances. But, uh, again, you put your best guys out there, I'm going to roll with them. Uh, one of the guys that was not the best was Ken Giles. Mm-hmm. And he was exiled from this series uh, after what game four? Yeah. And I said the one you called. Yeah, I said, um, yeah, I said what was I? I tweeted out on our account. They lost the World Series because AJ Hinch put in Ken Giles in like the eighth or ninth inning. You cannot do that. He had given up a run what five of the six times in the playoffs. There's no reason to do that. Houston should have won this series in five. Um, terrible decision by AJ Hinch. That nobody's going to remember because they won the whole thing. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, he was bad. Um, and, and he never pitched again. Well, that was smart. Um, yes, I still can't believe they traded all these guys to the Phillies to get Ken Giles, but that's beside the point. Um, you can't throw a guy who just kind of tries to. And he's another blow a fastball by us. That doesn't work when it's a straight fastball with no movement. But yeah, you called that right before he. Uh, like I was like, all right, they brought him in. I'm like, look at what he's done this postseason—a run, a run, a run—given up every time except once, and you cannot do that. He's uh, he's got uh, seven innings pitched, seven and two thirds innings pitched this playoffs. Twelve hits, ten earned, uh, ten Ks, but bad, very bad. Yeah, bad. So hopefully, uh, he had a bad start in Houston last year, and he was good this year. So hopefully. He can turn this thing around because he's a very good pitcher. They're going to need, uh, I think they're going to need help. some bullpen help. Yeah, for sure. I think that's one uh, thing that is very obvious for them. And uh, yeah, they won the World Series. But when you get a team this good, well, a core this good, you don't want to blow it. You want to win again. They've got uh, the guys to do some creative things with the bullpen. I liked, uh, you know, Charlie Morton was very good as a starter. And all of a sudden, is he's striking out a ton of guys this year. His, they almost doubled his strikeout numbers. I don't think, though, that you can um, lean on some sort of piggyback starter thing just because um, I, your, your depth your depth is just going to... You know, they're the defending World Series champs. You know half their rotation is getting hurt. That's just how it's going to be. There are three of their top six or four of their well, top Well, they have seven. very good depth, though, at the rotation. They've got uh, Prospect, uh, Francis Martez, who could, uh, who could jump in there. you got Peacock. You've got Mike Fires. So I don't think he was not. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he, and Mike Fires is a guy. So, that, I mean, if you're going to do this, Houston's got the horses. You're going to need seven or eight good starters. And I think you team up Peacock and uh, Mike Fires. Uh, this Francis Martez, who's still a rookie next year, with Charlie Morton. You got McCullers. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Keichel, hopefully he can stay healthy. 
and you rely on Verlander for the deal, um, if the team's going to do it, Houston is uh, roster-wise good to do it. I'm trying to find what's... uh, So Charlie Morton's big difference, by the way, in his big strikeout uh, thing, he threw... Ooh. He threw more... His velocity is up. He threw way more splitters, uh, I think. No, actually, he ended up throwing less of a percentage. I can't figure out what his big difference was this year. More curves, it looks like, a little bit. Um, He was healthy. He was healthy. Laid off the sinker, I think, is what it was. He's throwing more straight fastballs, which is why his velocity would go up if he's throwing four seamers instead of sinkers. 95-96. That was uh, good to see from Charlie Morton. Um, really good to see right there. George Springer, your MVP, uh, very good year from him. And, uh, he's kind of, is, uh, had a, had a gentleman comment to me yesterday. Is he going to be a guy who he's a very good player an all-star player, but because of this, is he going to be, uh, maybe overrated because of his great world series? And that's what people are going to remember. Um, is he a top five or 10 player? Eh, probably not, but people may view him like that. Do you disagree or agree with that gentleman's statement? Um, yeah, maybe. I'm looking at his stats. I mean, he's his been first pretty four awesome. Years have been good coming up, but he was also an old rookie. Um, he's 28. That's doesn't seem like he is right. Um, but a uh, Twins draft pick apparently once very into, disappointing. Then very they, disappointing. He didn't sign, of course. It's a good idea for him. But uh, yeah, I could see that. Then again, I could easily see him hitting 45 homers next year, so I don't know. Made the diving at catch attempt, backs that up in the next inning with just a monster blast. Amazing. That was very fun to see. Yeah, he's been he's been good enough that I, I don't know if he'll be overrated. Um, I think uh, he's very good. He's a power-hitting right-hander. I, I just uh, He's going to be good no matter what. Good really. defense, good speed, leadoff hitter power from the leadoff spot. That's, uh, that's I mean, that's a very deep lineup. I could see him being um, good for a while just because of uh, his athleticism. Um, you could move him to first, and he'd still be pretty good there, I'd think. So maybe he'll be overrated. I think the one thing that might kill him is his age. He's a lot older than people think he is. So five years from now, he's going to be on the downswing. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how much you actually listen to the series. A little bit. Um they were uh, it was three, it was it was nonstop the likely AL MVP Jose Altuve, which yeah. when, I'm like I'm not I mean I think we both agree Judge would have our votes, and I'm like like I mean this is as this is a toss up likely I, yeah, yeah I don't I think, think so. it is a toss up I, I think uh, uh, I think it should be noted that Judge has 52 homers it's not and he led the American League in runs too that's uh, I know it's a product a little bit of, of uh, your teammates, but that shows that you're decent at running the bases, you're decent at hitting extra base hits, and you're pretty good at walks. So uh, I think the fact that Altuve couldn't lead the American League in runs, even though he's a much better base runner. And Houston had the most runs of or most home runs of anybody. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I think that's a little bit absurd, but what a, it's Joe Buck, John Smoltz. What do they know? John Smoltz knows how to play good baseball. That's about he's it. He's a great golfer as well. Well, uh, he golfs well. Golfs well. And he I was an no... amazing, amazing postseason pitcher. He pitched in three game sevens, as he said numerous times in this series. 
He pitched 22-some innings in those Game 7s, gave up two runs. It's pretty good. Yeah, he was good. I'd brag about it, too, if I were him. I would. Um, he was really good, uh, but unfortunately for him, he's old now, so tough go. But he's from Detroit. Maybe he could probably pitch for the Tigers next year. He's a Lions year. fan. It's disgusting. Ew. Well, he's from there, at least. But, yeah, I don't know what uh, I don't know what to say about that Altuve thing. Twin, twins are my favorite team. Houston would be number two. This was a big one for me. Uh, number two. You want you ask your colleague at the paper. Uh, just ask him who my. Just ask him. Who what? Marcus about about the my me and the Astros. Just talk. About. Yeah, but it's not. You only get one favorite team. I'm very. I mean, this was a, this was. I'm, I was very <laughs> excited as I know the Twins and the Vikings are not winning anything. So like, all right, Houston. The way the way they built this up. It worked. It was very exciting to yes, see how they built Yes, Sports Illustrated really uh, yep. hit the nail on the head and Springer on the cover, too. That, that was really good. worked out for them. There's a lot of guys they talked about in that article that are not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Cozarts, <laughs> Oberholzer. Yeah, he went in the Giles trade. John Singleton. Oof. Bad contract there. Yeah, what is he even doing? Yeah, He's still in their I, minors, I believe. I do, like, I do like the idea of those contracts, though. You could dole out a zillion of those, and as long as you hit on two out of ten... You're going to be saving money for sure. And nobody talks about it because nobody knows who John Singleton is. Yeah, he stinks. Let's see what his minors. Ugh, not even good in the... No. He played double A this year. And he's probably, what, 26? He is younger than... Uh, yeah, yep, 26. Younger That's than George disgusting. Springer. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, it's not, disappointing. he's not good. But, but they don't need him. This, I mean, this, I mean, Houston, when I read that article, I'm like, what they're trying to do here, I'm like, yes, we'll get... Get me on board right now, and this was um, – I watched more of their games than any other team not named the Twins. So it was good that people finally, I guess, recognize who the hell these guys are. And um, Altuve's putting together a Hall of Fame career right here. We're, that's a little early, I think. No, no, no. I mean, we are seven seasons in. I mean, he's been very good. 126 OPS plus, and he's he's only improving – He's gonna need at least two more years oh, yeah. of of like pretty really good, but he's I mean he's good. I, I think he all three thousand hits. A little, a little early. Three thousand hits, or you know he's only at twelve hundred right now, but uh, he's good for you know two hundred hits here for for a long long time. Yeah, but I bet he can't dunk. You like the dunks? That's <laughs> the rumor that you like the dunks. I it's uh, it's fun to joke about. Uh, dunks being an important part of life. How I many just, of them? I like to I like to just bring that up every. You know his on I... base and slugging are higher than Trout's in his career. On base and slugging. That doesn't seem. That's right. not true at all. That's not even close. I'm looking at it and I'm like, his OPS <laughs> no. is 816. Trout's That's the not... best in everything. So let's <laughs> let's let that be a reminder. Nobody's better than Trout's when it comes to it comes to the baseball thing. So. Altuve. I, that was a. I was. I'm looking. Like, I'm staring what? at the number. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Trout. So there we go. Nine seventy six. He's the active leader. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, yeah, tremendous World Series. Very fun to watch. Uh, long games. It was it was a lot of fun. A lot a lot of fun. Uh, we want to get to your clips now. You want to get to these sure, clips? Sure, sure, sure. I don't know what this is. I know but, you don't. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Good. Maybe we can do this. <laughs> more here during the off season the hot stove is already heating up as the weather cools down Travis. it is <laughs> up justin upton uh has re-signed yeah. with the angels five years a little over 100 million i like justin upton you do like justin upton uh are you surprised he stayed 
No. That'd LA's, be the wrong answer. LA's uh uh need they needed they needed something. I guess I I probably expected they'd go after uh somebody cheaper, I think. Hmm. Does that sound right to you? Well, they can spend money. They are they're no Yeah, but I think I think with I think like, with pools, I was kind of thinking like, well, and I mean, Trout, and well, maybe they can't afford anyone. I'm not surprised that he's a really good fit, although they probably could use a lefty. But um, yeah, they needed an outfielder. I guess the only other option really they had was J.D. Martinez for like some crazy annual value at a short term. So we have a clip here from a while back. This is when he, I think Upton was traded to the Angels. Uh, see, this is what I, I thought he'd opt out. Yes, you did. But he got an extension, so he didn't have to opt out. Why didn't he test the market, maybe drive the price up? I think he got a pretty good... I think five is pretty good. Five if you like living on... If you're a West Coast guy, you like living on the but West Coast. But he's not. Isn't he a West he's Coast He's from guy? Virginia, as we will soon find out well, from your comments from I think ago. he. Uh, I think he must like it there because he liked Arizona, apparently. And then he got traded to the Braves, and nobody liked him there. There we go. You ready for this here? Go for it. Shame your, me. Yeah, your thoughts. Some of these are good. Some of these are bad. This is probably the worst one. Oh, I like Justin Upton, so I'm yeah, happy, you like for, Justin I'm happy Upton. for him. Uh, this, this is your thoughts on Upton after he was traded to the Angels. I like this deal, though, because Justin Upton is a legitimate bat. And will they he stay? Had, uh, no. No. He's he been, will not he's, stay. Been, he's been awesome this year. He's 29. He'd be stupid. No, not to opt out. He'd be very stupid. That's been the big debate of should he or shouldn't he because... Um, he will. It's almost certain. Power, no, that power hitter type didn't get a lot of money the last season or so. Um, they've compared him to Cespedes. He's he's a younger, slightly better version of Cespedes, and Cespedes got what he got from the Mets. So um, are we looking like $18, $20 for Upton somewhere? Or like he's making six more than or that. seven? He's making more than that. What I think he's, More than 20. He's... Well, he's if he stays, he's making twenty two point one. Oh well, that's those the next four years. So it's a matter of does he want to play for the Angels? Will he get more than than that? Where's he from? Nah, he's from Virginia. He's coming back to the East Coast. He will get. So that's four years, eighty eight. Is somebody going to give him like seven or eight years? What he's going to get is like three years, ninety million. So he's probably going to get yeah, but he's getting four years, eighty eight. So you knock off a year, you get two up. He's gonna get. I think he's gonna get one of those high annual value contracts for a small amount of years, like Cespedes did. Because mm-hmm. if you look at Justin Upton, I'm a big Justin Upton fan. You look at him; he's been Consistent. a star hitter for his entire career. I don't know what team could use him. Right off the top of my head, the Giants could yep. very, very much use him. Your thoughts, right there. Uh, let's. Um, who's his agent? That's a good question. Oh, what, five years on Do you know who his agent isn't? Scott Boris. Isn't Scott Boris. And that's the only that agent account. that I know. I should have taken that into account. So five years he I know, signs I only know uh, Casey Close because he was <clears throat> Jeter's agent. Of course. But who was any, Rod? Was Rod his own agent? I assume he was a Boris guy. He should have been, though. He's good at everything. He probably was, wasn't he? Apparently, Upton <clears throat> likes playing with the best player in baseball. That's the only uh He'll be traded I can say. in a year and a half. No, I don't know. Might as well keep making bold claims. I mean, you've got, you've got Trout. You've got Trout. You might as well try here because, I mean, you've got the best player and you haven't won anything. 
with this guy for five years now. So Yeah, I'm surprised that he didn't test the market, I guess, but I guess now that I'm thinking about it. but um, So where does this set the bar now for guys like J.D. Martinez and others? Five years, 108. I think that's more than reasonable. Uh, he's basically signed for the $22 million he was already making. He's got out for five years uh, for what? He's pretty young still, what, 28 or so? So he can sign another maybe three, four-year contract when Is he's 33. Is that your guess? Uh, let me, he's one of these uh, projections that came out today on MLB oh, I Trade Rumors. I just... Let me. Um, All right. What do we got? Yeah. I want to get your over under. What's your? Uh, what's your? Or what do you? What did you? What is your guess for JD Martinez? JD Martinez. He is thirty years old. He's some age that a human Which is could important. Be. Let me look. JD Martinez. He is thirty years old. Thirty years old. What does MLB trade rumors project his contract to be? I think he's. It's projected at a six-year deal worth in excess of 150 million you're right on the money 6150 it's a pretty good guess is that right yeah okay well that's good for me yeah what team? does he does what he team the giants oh they say the red Sox. Uh, yeah what were those so what what happens with the red Sox? then you got mookie betts you got ben attendee you got jackie bradley jr h dh you say that's what they probably assume it's a lot of money for a dh He's not very good in the field, though, so... No, he's not. That's why you wouldn't want him. Wow. Anyway, um, I would think that if Upton's getting that much, it does set the market pretty low. It stinks if you're J.D. Martinez, who just switched to Scott Morris. Will he he be the highest-paid free agent, pitcher, player, otherwise? No, I think you, Darvish. You, Darvish, will be. He'll be the highest-paid position player. Yes. Yeah, well... It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's very interesting to see where he goes and, and when everything happens here. He's got a, a nice beard. He does have a good beard. So that probably bumps his average annual value up a million or so. Sure. For the looks. We got uh, your thoughts on the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Uh-oh. A couple, uh, couple about a month ago during the start of the playoffs, we went team by team and picked a guy of uh, who's going to be a sneaky guy that maybe isn't a star that could be that could be good. I don't remember this one. You don't remember any of these. I remembered uh, one of them. You remember one of them, yes. And that's it. And you, uh, <laughs> this is a good one for you. It's by better than Justin Upton. I hope that was uh, grueling. Let's see who you picked as the Dodgers' sneaky good player. Uh, Dodgers. I picked a Brandon Morrow. Oh yeah, he's been good. Really, really, really good. Uh, there's two players on the Dodgers with uh, strikeout to walk ratio better. Um, Six point two five. Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen being one. Then is the, the other guy a starter or a bullpen guy? The other guy is the guy you think is the best player on the Dodgers. For sure. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Good. I mean, he's good. I was looking at his uh, Brooks baseball page. Uh, almost ninety-seven, almost ninety-eight mile an hour average on the heater, which is good. And then mixes in good slider cutter, right? Brandon Morrow was a very important part of the bullpen. Yeah. Also, uh, solid beard action for Brandon Morrow. Um, but yeah, he was good. He was important, at least. Yeah, you're right. He was uh, a go-to guy who was bad in some situations, but overall was pretty good, wasn't he? And like one bad outing and uh, everything else, he was very, very good. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of figured... Um, 
it would be safe to pick a bullpen guy in, in some of these situations just because, like, I, I remember picking Dunsing now um, just because they usually tend to have to come in in tricky situations. Mora had a good, uh, was it game seven even that he came Game in seven, and, he only pitched to one guy. Game six. Game six was fine, yeah. He, he was in some, like, bases loaded situations or second and third, and he came in and got him. Out. He was good. And I was like, and everybody was like, oh man, look at all. They had a day off. Look how fresh they are. I'm like, yes. They had an extra 40 hours, 30 oh. hours rest. Well, Morrow's good. And uh, I'm fine with picking Brandon Morrow. And this is the one you remembered. Who did you pick for the Houston Astros? Uh, Yuli Gurriel. Here who we go. Is, with... uh, definitely less liked by me at this there point. We go. <laughs> Your, uh, let's see, let's get Mr. Guriel up here. There we go. I picked Yuli Guriel because nobody talks about him and he hits. Easy's that. First baseman, Cuban. Yeah, he stinks at defense. He's one of the worst at first base. Um, he's not really that good um, for an offensive first baseman at hitting, but he's good at hitting enough. So, ta da. Ta da. <laughs> <That's laughs> I like that. That's, uh, that, is, that is good. He was, he was good. It, uh, yeah, I think he hit the three-run home running game five. to tied at four. I'm of the belief he should have been suspended in the series. It yeah. doesn't really do much to suspend him next year for a week. You should have suspended him for the rest of the series, however long it would have went. Yeah, I uh, agree, actually, just considering the stage that was on and how everybody saw it and knew about it. And, and I think um, this was another one of Rob Manfred's real big blunders. Um, but... With that said, he was a pretty solid hitter um, throughout the playoffs, uh, 864 OPS. So um, if you're looking at it just from that perspective, uh, he was good. If you're looking at it from his uh, dugout antics, I'd say he should probably uh, get a little bit more than five games to start the next season. That's absurd. I thought you, Darvish, handled it well? Yeah. Real well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I that sucks to be in that situation where um, you're trying not to really throw this other guy under the bus, I guess. He, he really, he really didn't, didn't shame him as much as he probably could have gotten away with. Um, but man, what an awful thing to do that was for Guriel. <laughs> I just, you, you see that and you, you just, and then some of the stuff on Twitter, like um, that people were saying about, uh, I don't know, just some of the stuff that some of the, like it wasn't a big deal or what? No, no, no. That bloggers were saying people that have connections to that part of the world. Um, Cuba or Japan? Uh, Japan, Korea, that uh, Asia. Asia, Asia, East East Asia, I'd, I'd say. Um, very offensive to them, obviously, as it should probably be. Um, but there was some interesting insight from people afterward um, that, uh, and there was some interesting insight from people from from that from. The, that part of the country, I guess Cuba and people of that descent saying that apparently, apparently, I don't know because I'm not super Cuban. involved in that culture, I guess, obviously. But um, it seemed like people were saying that it's not totally uncommon to see that kind of thing. But the fact that Guriel played uh, in Asia, played baseball there, um, you'd think he'd know better than you, you've got. To, and he's 33 years old. You've, you've got to think he knows He's better. only a rookie. Come on. He's only a rookie. <laughs> he's 33. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got to know better than this. This is a this is a bad example to set for kids. Fans were doing this in the stands the next like day. You'd see some stuff kind of popping up on Twitter and or the next game, 
and it's just it's really disappointing to see him uh him do that on that stage so i'm disappointed i picked him and i'm disappointed he did well uh but with that said he did do well so i'm smart on the baseball end there this was uh this was two minorities this was a story for a day and they kind of it did it, it went away well this is only two minorities in america it's not a two minorities in cuba or japan well in in the context of america here sure would this have been a, a white gentleman doing this would this have been bigger instead of a cuban say uh i don't see i'm not from cuba so i don't say know Brian if i can McCann say does i don't this? know if i can say or just from in the, the cuban media. perspective just in the media what i can say is growing up in america if i did that i should be shamed significantly across all platforms i don't know if it's the same situation in cuba where you know not to do that. I don't know. I can't speak to that. I know if it were an American doing that, I would rake him over the coals a hundred times over because you can't you can't do that. Because I think there was an apology through an interpreter, and then I think Carlos Beltran was kind of a middleman of sorts in this deal. Yeah, I don't know, I guess, specifically. And good for, for Carlos that. Beltran. He, he wins the World Series. Yeah. Didn't, didn't do anything on the team. He was <laughs> terrible this year. But he wins the World Series. Good for him. 20-year career. A lot of people think he's a Hall of Famer. And um, sounds like he, he should retire, and he sounds like he wants to stay around baseball, whether it be a coach or whatever. So good to see. I, I like to see the guys like that who win the World Series, whether it's at the end of their career or even the random guys. My guy, F. Lariano, gets a ring, pitched all of two-thirds, an inning and two-thirds, an inning and a third. He was the guy that, all right, they're not using Giles, and they're not obviously going to put in Lariano. Got it out in game six, got some big outs in game seven. Good for him. Injury, not uh, what he could have been. He could have been one of the all-time greats, but good for a guy like that. Yeah, he was good. Um, and if he did sort of broker this peace agreement here, I think it was uh, that's good. Um, but to your question, as far as if it, um, if a, if a American, a white American player did this, they probably would get uh, significantly more media attention. And um, knowing in America, we. I hope, I hope we know not to do that. Because it's not like you can go to Gary L and ask him because he doesn't speak English, it appears. Yeah, I don't know if that that's more of a, I just don't, I don't know if in Cuban culture that's more common or I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't speak to that. But uh, I know if this were Brian McCann, for example, this would go over poorly and it, sh- and it should. I have so. two more left. One is a fairly good clip. One is a bad clip. Uh, play the bad one first. It, or are you not going to? Oh, I'll play the bad one okay, for sure. Okay, good, good. This is uh, about a minute and a half of uh, a lengthy clip. That's going to be a nightmare to sit through that. I, <laughs> it's not that bad. Okay. It's not, I mean, it's it's not all that terrible. It's just uh, something you said happened didn't happen. The Upton one was bad, so I'm not looking forward right. to this. This is, I mean, that was the worst one. Okay. This is not as worse. Okay. Red Sox. Ugh. I've got, uh, <laughs> I've got David Price. Because of the role he is going to be in, supposedly coming out of the bullpen, he's uh, been good in that role, and that that adds a little extra juice to this uh, to this team. I think they need him to start, but I don't just think there's enough. They have not. If they were going to start him, they would have started him by now. These these past uh, week or two coming back, they would have sent him out there, you know, 75, 80 pitches and built him up uh, for you know a game two or a game three start. And uh, that has not been the case. So their intentions to me seem to be, we're going to use this guy. This guy should be the first guy out of their bullpen. Well, he's done this before um, when he was just a boy. Um, 
on the yeah. um, 2008 Rays. So um, he probably doesn't have quite the the pep, I guess, that he had back then. And he's probably more feisty and angry now. But uh, I think he could be good in that role. Do they keep him in that role? I'm skeptical. But For the playoffs, you don't think so? I've just been frazzled by seeing Carlos Pena's face on this baseball reference page that I'm losing. <laughs> He's the, he was the best player on that team. Anyway, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think they'll use him the whole way. I don't know. What else? That seems weird, right? He's going to freak out. No, I think I think I'm sure they've talked to Do you know who is a relief pitcher? Dennis Eckersley. So, oh my god. <laughs> so he won't be able to do it. That's fantastic. Hope Red Sox get swept. There we go. Yeah, that was better. David Price was used I mean I I would have because they didn't have any starting pitching and they had I mean the the excuse was they didn't have enough time. No, they had time. They had 2 weeks. You could have put them out there 3 times at least. Mhm. 30, uh, three, uh, three, four innings, 30, 40 pitches, 60 pitches, 75 pitches. No excuse for him not to uh, be a starter. Well, clearly, I wouldn't have used him in this role, obviously. Um, I think it, it was a waste probably just to use him twice for six innings, and then look what happened. They got the pants beat off them by the uh, Astros, and I'm happy we about like that. It. Because, we all like it. Yeah, no, you I, like it because you hate one team. I like it because I like the other. Yeah, team. I can't imagine anyone liking the. I just people that like the Red Sox. I don't even know what they're and people that like David Price. Oh, what a nightmare player! What a mean guy he is. I, I just, mean guy. You can't be mean to the media like that. And obviously, I'm very uh, subjective and, and biased. But uh, he's not nice to the media, and that's not that the Boston media deserve to be nice. Uh, we like Dennis Eckersley though. I he do did like nothing, uh, nothing to deserve it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I. it sounds like he said some things that he probably shouldn't at points. Because this whole thing started because he, some some what was it, pom, some some guy in the minor league, some starter was not pitching well for Boston. It was like, it wasn't Drew, I don't know if it was Drew Pomeranz or somebody else, but he was not doing well in the minors, and Eckersley made some comment that, yeah, he wasn't doing well. It wasn't like he was trashing the guy. It was like, yeah, this guy, he's not pitching well in the minors. And apparently David Price took exception to that. It's like, dude, if I'm making as much money as you, even if I'm not, I don't care what the what the broadcasters say. I mean, what I mean, what I mean, what type of a person is that? You're like, man, you got to be pretty thin-skinned. Maybe you know, standing up for your teammate is probably how he views it. Uh-huh. But I view it as, dude, I'm up here just commenting on what I think. I mean, concentrate on 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 your own deal and winning games. Yeah, um, yeah, I I'm not particularly I, i'm sure dennis eckersley said some unsavory things at, at times but um it sounds like uh this was a weird situation and i guess hopefully david price stays in the bullpen for my sake as a yankees fan the last one here is about eric thames hmm. and, is, and is a good one it's, it's a good one hmm. okay here we go and eric thames has eight uh eight home runs He's uh, he's an interesting fellow, this guy. He's far surpassed my expectations, and he's going to come down here a little. What what are expectations for him? Uh, is you know two fifty? Uh, he can obviously hit maybe 30, 40 home runs at this pace, but for a guy to take this big of a jump, um, I play, assume playing in essentially Triple A, if that. Uh, yeah, in I'd Korea? say Korea is probably maybe even Double A. You can, even almost, if you, you can almost argue the pitching there is high A, but 
uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to sustain it, but he obviously looks good. I suspect the big thing here is people haven't found the hole in his swing yet. Once people figure that out, then there'll probably be um, a pretty pretty severe drop in in um, his numbers. But uh, if he hits, I don't know, he's got a pretty level swing. If he hits 260, if his, if his triple slash is like 260, 400, and like 450, that'd be really good. That would be really good. But uh, I suspect on base is probably going to drop with his average. And I suspect his slugging, though, might be higher than what I kind of guessed there. So, And that's exactly what happened. His uh, slugging was higher. His on base was lower. He hit 247, which is pretty close to 260. Yeah, he... um. Man, he what, fell a, off. what he a was not <laughs> that good player. Uh, he was like a one-win, one-and-a-half-win yeah. player. Um, yeah, he wasn't uh, that great. Fun when he was good. Um, still seems like a fun guy, too. Um, I don't know if you saw all this stuff he was doing. He, he went back to Korea for the playoffs and was doing fun stuff over there and being funny, and he seems like an interesting guy, uh, but his playing ability is... Would he have gotten away with the Giriel stuff? No. Oh, he would <laughs> never have... Uh, he. I, you can tell just by the person he is. He seems to very much enjoy and embrace that culture in Korea, um, and they embrace him. Uh, he would he would never do that in a million years. I Somehow is let's see. OPS plus was one twenty six. Yeah, he only he only drove in sixty three runs. That's amazing. Hitting thirty one home runs. Well, yeah, that's incredible. Um, I don't know who batted ahead of him, but I assume it wasn't Travis Shaw. Like Braun and Shaw and those guys. Um, yeah, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't that good, really. Pretty pretty miserable defensive player. Like if, if if we would have looked at this at the beginning of the year and seen this, we would have said, wow. But then because he got off to that great start that first month, and we're like, well, that was a disappointment. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, good, good year. Well, and what's going to be good about him, too, is they have three right-handed outfielders, and um, Jesus Aguilar is a right-hander, too. So essentially, they'll be able to get away with platooning him exclusively. Yeah, like first base, too. Yes, they'll be able to first base outfield, corner outfield him, only against righties, pretty much. Um, and that will be a really good fit for him because he doesn't make that much money, so you can get away with uh, platooning him. But um, I think he'll be better in that role. I don't think he should be getting 551 plate appearances. Yeah, one of those guys who was uh, a big story at the beginning of the season. That fizzled out. It's like Trevor's story last year. That's right. That's what, uh, And I did listen to that clip, and that's what we kind of talked about, Trevor's story. Um, yeah, not good this year. Now, what, what do you have as far as these uh, free agent signings and these projections? Oh, I wanted to get you to guess. I'm very excited like you about did. You this. You aced J.D. Martinez. Like, I can't even believe that. All right. So uh, I'm just going to give you... I've been talking to Twins World Series GM Andy McPhail. Yeah? He's been giving me tips. Oh, okay. Not really. Okay. If you say so. Yep. Well, first I want to give you... Uh, I have... This is... This is uh, <laughs> I have a note here. What Travis will like. I like pitchers. This is what they have projected to the Twins. You're going to love it. Alex Cobb. Oh, my God. You know I love Cobb. And uh, Juan Nicasio, which is just a relief pitcher That's or whatever. Fine. But yeah. Alex Cobb. So I knew you'd oh like that. Oh, my God. I, I'm, how long have I been talking about Alex Cobb? I know, Cobb? I know, I know. I, I thought and, it was funny. And they've got the, him going to the Twins. 448 is what they got him at. What? Four years, 48 million. Oh, yeah, that's that's the Irv and uh, Rick Nolasco contract. Mm-hmm. Very affordable. Oh, my God. Anyway, I knew you'd like that. I threw that out Nicasio, there Nicasio, three years for 18. Pretty close, 321. 
they won't do that because they don't spend money on bullpen. Maybe this new regime will. Maybe. I'm still waiting to see what the hell they do because they haven't done anything. They've traded for and away uh, Garcia, and they also traded Kinsler, and they got in uh, the catcher. Those are their four big moves, which were not real big moves. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be great. I would take both of those guys for both of those prices. All right. So anyway, we did JD Martinez already. So I'm gonna have you guess. You <clears throat> Darvish contract. They have him to the Chicago Cubs. Hmm. Seven for two hundred. Not as good here. Six years, one sixty. Is what we oh, got to be more than that. Twenty some. I mean, he's like good. He, uh, 20-some million? I mean, that's ridiculous. He wasn't so good in the World Series. but I don't know. He was good in the year, though. That's <laughs> No, yeah, he was good. He's got to be closer to maybe 25. Or... That, I thought, was a curious one they had. Mm. Uh, your next one? So those were the top two. I mean, those they had the top two. They had both of them like at 160. Pretty steep drop off here. Oh, my uh, God. After that. The next one, Eric Hosmer, who they say is this back in, to the Royals. Is this an order This by well, price, or you'll mix them going, up? Now it's going down. So just you're going to have to know. I mean, uh, Eric Hosmer, disgusting. They say he stays with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine because this is terrible. <laughs> uh, six for one hundred. Six years, one hundred and thirty-two million. That is ridiculous. I don't think the Royals could afford that. I wouldn't pay him six for half of that. Yeah, I wouldn't actually. Six for seventy-five. <laughs> like no, I wouldn't either. Fifteen million a year for you? Get the hell! I out. really want the Red Sox to sign him because um, I think that'd, that'd be, be funny. Um, your next guy, Jake Arrieta, to the Brewers is what they say. The Brewers are going to spend money, huh? That's what they say. Arrieta's uh, smallest market in baseball. I think Arrieta's the biggest risk in this whole thing because he could just maybe fall off the map here. And he's beardless, so you know he doesn't have the the wonder anymore. Terrible thing for him. So they got him going to the Brewers. Uh, Let's see, five for one twenty. Four years, one hundred. Mm. That seems Is that another year and another 20? That seems low. 4 for 100? I would do that a short-term contract for the Brewers. I would do it too, but I it, would it do does that. it does seem low to me for what did he's going to get. I, I don't think I told you when I was in Chicago for the Cubs game going to all the different shops. This yep. was in mid to late August. They already had his stuff on sale. Yeah, it makes sense. You want to get rid of it. You know he's not coming back. Unless, that was fun. Oh yeah, I don't think he's coming back. Your last So the Cubs they need to replace him with somebody. Which is you is what they say. Oh my god. You, Travis Crins. I'm not very good. What do you th- what's your pitch selection? Uh slow. Slow. <laughs> I change up is fifty five. Oh. I thought that was your heater. My yeah. Fastball sixty five. Oh, okay, okay. I'll throw oh. a knuckleball just to mix yeah, it up. Yeah, it won't be good. Um your last guy, Masahiro Tanaka, who they Tanaka! they allege will opt out. Tanaka. And so, go to the who uh, go to say with the Yankees. Oh, oh, Phillies is what they say. Now we're talking, folks. <laughs> Now we're talking. Some of these are very funny projections. I almost think they did to stir up a conversation, but um, yeah, Phillies. Five for 95. I'm pretty close. Five, 100. So pretty pretty close on a couple of them. J.D. Martinez just on the Those nose. are the top five? Yeah, and uh, just for fun, your next guy, Mike Moustakis. For the Braves. <laughs> Got it. Jesus Christ. Just disgusting. I wouldn't give him a... I wouldn't... Uh, uh. Well, well, I'll just tell you, 585. Five for 85. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. That is terrible. Let's see if I can find you another Twins player on here other than those two. I think it's just those two. That was two. very exciting. Yeah, you did a good job. Wade Davis. What, what do you got for Wade Davis here? I would Ooh, say Wade, uh, Wade Davis and Greg Holland, where, where do they got them going? I would say probably four for 60. 
That's for Wade Davis to the Astros. And then Holland, mm. four for 50 to the Cardinals. Which actually I've, I've heard some rumors about him to the Cardinals. but Wade, I mean, Wade Davis, I want my closer in these playoffs to pitch. I mean, he just doesn't seem like he can pitch more than an inning. He struggled mm-hmm. through what was a game five against Washington. I mean, this was, I mean, Joe Madden, I criticized him a lot. It, 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 it had to have been he knew Wade Davis didn't have much in the tank. He's, well, ugh. there's a reason Wade Davis became a one-inning reliever in, uh, after being a starter. It's because he could only throw the one. Yeah. So maybe they should have stuck to that. I'm going to pick a random guy here and make you I, pick this one guy. I out. heard this. I don't think I told you this. I heard this on the radio I think sometime around right before the playoffs. Some guy credited Ned Yost for starting this bullpen thing a couple of years ago. Did I, did I tell you about this? Mm-mm. And I was like, no, because he had Herrera, Holland, and Davis, and they all pitched one inning. Yeah, he, I don't know what the... So um, this guy misremembered history. This person's greatly. remembering three good relievers and they being all pitched on the like same team. Seven, eight, nine. They didn't stray from that. They didn't pitch more than one inning. So Ned Yost... He did the opposite. He did what everybody else has always done here in the past 20 years. Now, mm-hmm. A.J. Hinch, he, three, four innings of relievers and starters. Thumbs up to Mr. Hinch. Yeah, they uh, there were some interesting managers in the playoffs. I think uh, there's a reason Joe Girardi's not back, and it might be because yeah, we of how he uses. We talked about him a little bit. I don't know what that, because we talked about Rod. And who they could get. Sounds like Raul Abanez has turned down an interview, at least, or hmm. turned down an opportunity. Um but uh, it's a very coveted job. You got to think. I mean, Judge Sanchez. It'd be hard not to see them winning the World Series very soon. Yeah, if they don't, it's because they hired a bad manager, probably. <laughs> but hopefully they don't hire a John Farrell, Dusty Baker-esque player. No. You could manage if you want. I would manage the Yankees, yes. I would do that right now. They'd probably uh, not accept you as the manager. If they told you we're going to hire you, Evan but we're not going to pay you. Would you do that? Yeah, because, I mean, you could put that on your resume. Yankees manager. And then you could just go anywhere you want. Oh, I was but the would Yankees. But you want to stay. I was the Yankees manager. Well, they'd fire you inevitably. Unless you just said, well, I mean, unless, you just said I will be, unless you just said, I will be the puppet of the front office and do everything you say. I won't teach you how to actually do anything. I'll make the lineup and, 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 and you know, pitchers and bullpen. And I would, hang out and chill. Hell yeah. Chew seeds and be in the hospital <laughs> three times a year like Francona is inevitably. <laughs> like, what's wrong with Terry? His heart's blowing up. Why? Because he uh, eats 20 popsicles. Too much. Uh, I always remember him doing Bigelow green tea ads on uh, WEEI uh. in uh, Boston. But uh, maybe that's what it is. Too much of that caffeine blows your heart up. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do caffeine, kids. When did they put this list out? Today. That's why I have uh, Garrick Hodge was talking about Michael Brantley to the White Sox. He's like, ooh, good Michael Brantley. And I'm like, Real, uh, yeah, that's okay, but are they going to win? No. I think he's a, yeah. Like, I don't know if he's a guy like, all right, we hope he's healthy again and he's good, or he's a guy a, you trade. Uh, yeah, I think it's more of a trade. I would do with the trade. Um, uh, is he the guy, a, or who do we who What do we a bad him? situation that would be. Oh, no, no, let me get you. I deleted this. Any Twins guys and... um. Oh, I think uh, I think I. You know, Where's Joe Smith? Who are they got Joe Smith I don't going think to? Joe Smith's in the top fifty. I'll, I want Joe Smith. I think. Um, here you go. I'll give you Brandon Kinsler. <laughs> to who? The Rockies. Nationals. 
He stays there. Uh, three years for, yeah, three years, 18. Two, 14. That's too much for him. Way I too would much. pitch. I would pitch for two years. That's ridiculous. Million, but I haven't touched a baseball in quite some time. Good for him, though, if you can get that. Good for him. Yeah. What's next? What's What else have we not talked about? End of the season things. Records and such. Records and such. Things that to happen during this baseball season. Oh. Remember when this one guy pitched into the 10th inning as a starter? His name was Rich Hill, and he couldn't pitch like into the 5th inning at all mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He pitched 9-plus innings at Pittsburgh, that one nothing game in late August. That was interesting because we think of Rich Hill as the guy who struggles to get through five because he's old, and then he went uh, almost 10 innings, 99 pitches. So it was very odd. You're, so you're you're saying you're proud of Rich Hill for his very proud. performance. Okay. Very proud. 99 pitches, very economic with his pitches. Uh, two guys this year struck out 15 batters. You may know. Scherzer? Close, no. close. Tanaka did yes. one. I remember that. And Scherzer was and, very uh, close. Strasburg? Strasburg and Tanaka. Tanaka, I think it was his last start of the year. Yeah, one of them. Against Toronto? Something like that. And Strasburg against the hot-hitting Padres in May. Woo! So 15 strikeouts was Padres. your high of the year. Yeah, good job by him. There were two no-hitters this year. I threw both of them when I was playing for the Pirates. The Angels of Alexandria? Oh, is one of them? Oh, <laughs> oh wait, the actual Angels? They didn't have a no-hitter, did That's they? That's who you play for. Oh, no, I'm, no. You're a banker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess one of the no-hitters was uh, Scherzer, was it not? Uh, Matt Boyd. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, I thought he or did lost Did he lost his? it? Did he lost yeah, it? Yeah, and uh, Edison Volquez, early on against Arizona before oh, he, okay. uh, Volquez was gone for the year. How many no-hitters did uh, Ron Guidry throw? Do you know? In his career? No, I mean this year. <laughs> None? Because he's like 70? Uh, yeah. I can't think. I don't know if he ever threw one. I just thought I'd pick a funny funny sure. guy. Let me see. Maybe Ron Guidry did throw a no-hitter. There were notable one-hitters this year. Looks like he didn't. Yeah? Uh, Rich Hill, when he lost it in the 10th inning. Oh, you were, I, If I know anything about Rich Hill, it's that you're proud of him. I am proud of him. Uh, Dylan Bundy had a one-hitter. Irv Santana had a one-hitter. Oh. And his five, six complete games. Doug Fister had a one-hitter. Uh, affectionately known by uh, NBC uh, writer Craig Calacatera one time as Dog Fister. Dog Fister. In a, uh, in a headline uh, typo. Probably be uh, spending some time behind bars. <laughs> uh, Clayton Richard had 127 pitches. Hmm. That's the most pitches anybody threw this year, 127. How many pitches did Richard Clayton throw? None. Okay. <laughs> Dick Clayton? Uh, <laughs> Clayton Richard's not so bad. Uh, he's, he's a pretty okay pitcher. I wouldn't mind having a Clayton Richard. Drew Pomeranz threw 123 pitches in five innings. Wow. Way too many pitches. That for him, yeah. That's like, That reads like a Hosmer contract, five innings, 123 pitches. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck, indeed. It. <laughs> Robbie Ray, he threw 122 pitches in six innings. Robbie Ray's cool, though. So A lot uh, of pitches in uh, not a lot of innings. Does Robbie Ray have a nickname, do you think? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah, it? I guess. It's not even funny, but... Double R. Uh, Bob. <laughs> it's not <laughs> even... Good. That's not any nickname. That's Bob not Ray. Nickname. Who calls him Bob? I'd call him Bob. Also, uh, that's a pretty funny, like, non... 
non-nickname, I think. I want to know what Gardenhire called him because he was with Arizona. He always calls like he calls Kyle Gibson Gibby. Oh, Gibbs. that's Girardi does that too. Yeah, with the Y. Mm-hmm. With the Y. So what do you call Robbie Ray? Well, it's Robbie with uh, Robbie. I, it's Robbie with an IE is his name. So it's probably Robbie. Robbie. Or hey, Bobby. Robbie. Maybe that. Sure. I don't know. Uh, let's see. There were uh, three pitchers this year who gave up eight walks in a game. You saw one of these as you talked about it. I don't remember. Carlos Martinez against the Yankees. Oh, Didn't yeah. he strike out everybody and walk what everybody? A bizarre game that was. That was in like May. It was or like something. 11 strikeouts, eight walks, and like four and change. Just a ridiculous. I do miss uh, watching regular season, boring. Reg- I, I miss, I like the regular season. Low stakes. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Huh? Arizona Fall League. Oh, well. <laughs> that's not as boring as regular season. It's not as boring? <laughs> no, it's probably way more boring. No. Also, Edison Volquez had an eight-walk game. Oh. And Tyler Chatwood did as well. Oh, boy. He's going to be a free agent, Chatwood. Yeah, maybe guy, maybe the guy the Twins take a peek at. He's not so bad. He's a decent pitcher. <laughs> you would, I mean, you would think after maybe the sixth walk. I don't know what you, Darvish, would think about after eh, the sixth walk. Eh, maybe get me out of here. <laughs> uh, I said when you walked in the door, we're going to talk Jeff Locke. Oh, yeah. He and gave, I guessed that he was on the Marlins, which I was proud of. He gave up 11 earned runs against the Cardinals earlier this year, which is the most. Ugh, how many starts did he make? I don't uh, think he, I think seven, he was... Seven, 8.16 ERA. I want to say he was hurt at the beginning of the year. His uh, FIP was 4.5, though. Well, there you go. As we call it, fake ERA. Imaginary. We should uh, talk at some point, not today, about Stanton, I think. For trade purposes or what? Yeah, sounds like they're going to deal him. That'll be interesting. Uh, two players, actually, one of them set a new K percentage record, and if it wasn't for this guy, this other guy would have set the all-time record. These two players are one and two in the history of baseball K percentage. One guy struck out 37.2% of the time. The other guy was at 36.8. This is my... If you got a... You can get one of them. If I can get one of them, I win a... Well, you should, you should. Car... Guy that strikes out a lot. Who strikes out a lot? Batters? No, the... Um, Pitchers? Yeah, uh, batter. Batter struck out nearly 40% of his hat Oh, bats. I'm going to say the judge. No. No? I don't know. I should know, probably. Joey huh? Gallo. Oh, yeah. Was number two. Okay. Um, probably and, uh, some other guy that's tall and Baltimore. Big. Baltimore, Chris Davis. Oh, yeah. Baltimore, Chris have, Davis. Uh, I'd rather have the other one. Baltimore Chris Davis has now struck out more in a season, percentage-wise, than anybody in the history of baseball and been playing baseball for a long time. Yeah, but he's probably like 200 and something on the uh, all-time home run list, though. Sure. So sure. he's got that going for him. There were five guys who played in 162 games. Hmm. Joey Votto. Oh, uh, that Canadian uh, grit. That's right. Uh, Rugned Odor. I don't think he's from Canada. A terrible year. Uh, what, Freddie Galvis? Phillies? I also I don't think he's from Canada either. Two Royals. Well, they don't have any Canadians as far as I know, so I'm going to have to guess uh, uh, Hosmer. Yes. And uh, another terrible player was... Escobar. Alcides Escobar. Those two guys played every single game this year. I would have probably played Escobar every single uh, week, once uh, a week. 
No, he was bad. I wouldn't have played him at all. Not him at all. <laughs> I think I would have just let him not play on my team. Did they have no other option at shortstop? I, he was bad. He, he was wasn't like, even good at defense this year. I think we said we were going to do like the worst player in baseball. He would be in that discussion. Yeah, I think him and uh, well, no, he played shortstop at least. I think Alex Gordon might because he plays at power position. I made the case for Joey Votto to win the MVP. Yeah, he won't. He won't. Uh, he reached base 33 more times this year than anybody else, oh, which is you, a lot. Even more than I did. I didn't reach base that many times. You didn't. Shucks. Shucks. There were five players that had more than 30 steals. I don't know why I didn't write them down, but there were five. Those well, all Tuve. Oh, uh, yeah. Buxton should be on that list next year. Um, Other guys, I assume, are I on the list. I D. Gordon probably on that list. You know Billy what? Hamilton. You know what? I can... I can uh, Look I it can, up. Look this right up on the internet. That's what we have it for. It was I'm, Billy uh, Hamilton. Right now. Okay, Gordon Hamilton, uh, Trey Turner, Whit Merrifield, Ugh. Cameron Mabin. We've got more than five, buddy. And more than thirty. Josie Altuve, as you. Oh, six of them. Yeah, six, six Perfect. of them. And then uh, twenty-nine. You got uh, somebody, uh, Rajai Davis. I think mm. is who this is. Yep, just says Davis. It's hard Davis. to guess. Delino DeShields Jr. Mm. and Byron Buxton. B. Buxton, he got thrown out once this year, so that's good. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. It's good. And uh, the Brewers set a new Major League record. They struck out 25.6% of the time. That is the most ever. They hit, though, so who cares? They had a lot of home runs. And they sold a lot of bases. They have the mayor of Ding Dong City on their team. They do, Trevor Shaw. So they got that going for them, too. Terrific baseball season. I'd say this was a very good. good baseball season. This was exceptional. Yeah, the good teams that you thought were going to mm. be good for the most part were good, and the bad teams were bad, and that Giants, helps. Giants were in last place. That helps. Uh, well, not that, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's good. To, it's good when the good teams are good. What and will you remember? Hopefully, what will I remember? Um, the Twins Yankees game was fun. Um, Judge was fun to watch all year. Um, what will I remember? The World Series, the playoffs were good. Yeah, they were good. I Washington don't know. losing again. Cleveland's winning streak. The Astros and Dodgers, uh, especially the Dodgers run. The Verlander trade, all the home runs. I think for me, um, home run derby being, was good. Uh, being a Yankees fan, I think I just remember the in and out. You know, the grind, just daily. It's the grind. The daily. Yeah, having fun out there. Guardy's going up, leading off every day, and boom, you get your game. I like the regular season. You got a game every day, you know, you're just watching stuff. Very exciting. Yeah, I like the regular season, especially if you watch a ton of games, too. Um, and the baseball season starts earlier next year at the end of March. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, Earliest uh, start ever for a baseball season. Make baseball great again. Making it Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> it was good, though, this year, for sure. Gabe Kapler's the new manager for the Phillies as yeah. we wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, very interesting choice. Seems to be big on the analytics. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent some time whether it was with the Dodger free uh, front office. Mm-hmm. Now the Phillies uh, again. Uh, Astros they've won the deal. I still like Houston, but when you win the deal, kind of look for uh, for another team. Uh, I'm interested in this Phillies uh, Phillies ball club. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Look up uh, Gabe Kapler's coconut oil. Uh, coconut oil. Look up shirtless pictures of him on on Google. He has plenty. Um, you just you just search Gabe Kapler, and it's just half half shirtless pictures. I'm just, it's funny. The, Gabe Kapler is a bizarre 
bizarre. What are some of the stories and some of the quotes that, that, that you found just reading about him? I think he managed in the minors for a brief time, and he is a very, he, is, he would be a new school manager, you would say. New age yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, sounds like he follows uh, stats and analytics to a T. Um, I'm just going to read some headlines. I just, again, just Google. Googled them. I didn't even, these are just the headlines I'm seeing. Um, Phillies manager Gabe Kapler gets coconut oil question at presser. New Phillies manager Gabe Kapler has a loyal gay following. Gabe Kapler is unlike every Phillies manager in team history. Uh, Cap Lifestyle, a lifestyle and fitness site by Gabe Kapler. Uh, these are very... Gabe Kapler enjoys whiskey, working out, and the sound of trees. This what is, is this? This, is, this guy is Insane. amazing. I, I just... I, I Everything about him is is fantastic. I, he's very odd. Um... I just I I'm very interested. You're a big in, fan already. Yeah, and they're going to be a fun team too. Um, I was kind of thinking they would be this year. They stunk, so I was a little bit early, I think. But I expect them to uh, sign some guys here. Yeah, I would think so. Um, what they had them signing who? Tanaka. That'd be very good. Um, Gabe Kapler has a, an exhibit, I think it looks like, in the uh, Jewish Baseball Museum. Very interesting. Where would the hell would that be at? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Jerusalem, or where are we going here? <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that. I, um, let me see. Oh, it doesn't say. I'm always interested to see what guy. Like, uh, you look at the free agent list, but then there are maybe uh, added to that list are guys that their options are not picked up. Uh, Iwakuma with the Mariners wasn't picked mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. That's a guy that I want my team to go after. Yeah, he's uh, to be a to be a guy. He's a decent. Uh, He's a decent guy. It looks like, by the way, this museum is a web only. So well, that's <laughs> not great for, um, for Yeah, Yukuma, though, uh, pretty good. Um, Injuries, and he's old, but uh, we'll take an injured old guy. Yeah, for sure. He'd be a solid depth guy. Um, Houston Street is out there. Ricky Nolasco not picked up. Shocking there. Uh, boy, whoever uh, whoever signs him, good luck, folks. That's that's a garbage, garbage pitcher. You could do worse. I don't know. I think you could. I'm still reading Gabe Kapler. I gave I gave Ricky Nolasco <laughs> a chance to do better because he's not with the Twins. It a poor, very poor season. Do you know who'd probably be a worse pitcher? Mike Pelfrey. Mike Pelfrey or Gabe Kapler, I was going to say. But, uh, man, this guy's fascinating. How can you not root for the Phillies next year with this guy at the helm? I'm going to be very excited right? to see what this guy can do. I just He's fascinating to me. You got to root for him, unless he says something dumb. I don't think he will. He's. I think he sounds like a smart enough guy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Can, he, despite some of the funny, some of the funny things he said. But yeah. Anyway, I'm rooting. Guy for, that, I'm the, rooting for Gabe Kapler. I'll say that. A guy that we've been meaning to talk about for a while is uh, Shea Watani from Japan, and who could maybe use him, or who would be the best fit uh, for him? Uh, you have to pay a maximum of a twenty million dollar transfer fee but he's just not going to be paid anything because of uh, different rules allegedly he doesn't have an agent yet so that's probably something you need to so get he might not even come this so year. that's not good and i would like to see this guy here next year because that could be very exciting maybe uh brendan mckay will fly up the race system. Yeah, i hope so and um, it'd be it would be just to see what team gets them to see how they use them and uh yeah with mckay i would like uh 
And I like that the price is low, so it's not like, all right, these three teams are the only team that are going to afford him. The price is low. So where would you expect him to stay on the West Coast? Uh, preferably, you've seen a lot of uh, Asian players stay on the West Coast, whether it be with uh, Seattle or uh, the Dodgers. Well, you know what? I'm going to rule one team out. The Twins. No, the Houston Astros. Why is that? Because uh, Yuli Gurriel plays for them. Maybe Gurriel is the next ambassador to the Rising Sun. No. <laughs> I you know, think, you know uh, what? Do, do they still do that to all-star tour of Japan? I don't know. Send them over I there. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be a great opportunity to uh, mend fences. I, uh, I would love I to see Houston get this guy. I wouldn't. Uh, if I'm any player that's even played, uh, that's even played in, in uh, what is it, the uh, – in Nippon League? Yeah, whatever. It, I, if I even played there, I you wouldn't. Know, you I, wouldn't I wouldn't join Houston just because of that of Guriel. I I don't. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. I don't think. He, I don't think anyone would want to play with him. Right? I wouldn't sure. want to play with a guy like that. I'm sure. sure there's that guy on every team though, or more. Oh yeah. Um. But ugh, what a nightmare that was. I'm still fuming over it. I anyway, know. Otani, where does he go? Uh, oh boy, I would be willing to bet he stays in Japan for another year, but mm, that's disappointing. Um, hmm, I bet he I'm goes. I'm gonna just say to the Yankees. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he's gonna go to uh, no, because Sosha wouldn't be able to handle that. <laughs> um, I was gonna say the Angels, and I'm like, Mike Sosha doesn't, he's still stuck in the 20th century. Um, Dodgers, I guess, seem like the realistic Dodgers? fit. They seem more willing to, or the, no. What were you going to say? Maybe the Rangers or something. Yeah, Rangers, yeah. Uh, some like, team like that that's like just going to let him go. Do what he does, yeah. yeah. Um, the Phillies, I could, uh, some team that's not very good might get him. That, uh, is, that is might the, be a good. Is there going to be a team like we've seen with, uh, like Arizona a couple of years ago, San Diego, who's going to be that big, maybe even a surprise winner of the offseason? Whether they do well or not, I don't care. But is there going to be that team? Maybe it's the Phillies that sign this guy and this guy and this guy. That's the big winner. Or maybe is there that team out there? Do you think? Or maybe the Giants say, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna get uh, Stanton. We're gonna get uh, J.D. Martinez. We're gonna go all in." Uh, the Cardinals are probably uh, tired of not making the playoffs and seeing the Cubs wins. Are the, are the Cardinals going to say, "All right, we want Stanton. We want uh, Greg Holland, and we want uh, Jake Arrieta. Something like that." Is that team out there? Cardinals maybe, but I think uh, the Nats are going to make some good moves. Nationals. Just because they have to. <laughs> Do you have a... They're with, at an or else point. Without knowing uh, what, you know, the free agency, how that ends up. Is there a World Series? I have a World Series in my mind. You don't have to share it, but I have a World Series pick in my mind already for next year. Man, it's tough. I don't know. I, I don't got know. I'd have to... I don't know. I was thinking about it on the long drive, I think, from Aberdeen on Tuesday. Oof, what a drive that is. It's a two-hour drive. It's not a bad drive. Yeah. They're, yeah it's boring. It's boring to drive in this part every, of the country. Every There's... drive is boring. Oh, I, I don't know. But, yeah. You don't want to share it? Your pick? Oh, okay. Fine. He's saying uh, Orioles Reds. He's mouthing Orioles Reds. One of them is the right color. I hope it's not the giant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, Tampa Bay, they have picked up the option on Nathan Eovaldi, which makes sense. If you're going to pay him uh, last year for $2 million to not pitch, you should probably uh, keep him again. So he stinks. He, he throw, I've seen enough of him, straight, obviously. The, the just... Yeah, the just straight fastball that does nothing and is just home run city. Like you going, just, yeah. You you just make contact with that ball and it's coming. It's going exactly where you think it's going. You just crush it onto the next guy. Crushes it onto the next guy. Going through the shows this afternoon, you said the exact same thing. Yeah, and it, it was a very straight fastball. Like, oh, you know, he can be a bullpen guy. He already throws 100. Maybe he'll throw 200 miles an hour in the bullpen. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter because it's straight. Yeah, it's I I don't like him, obviously. I saw enough of him. Um, I think uh, you'd be better off going after a guy that throws like 88 or something and moves. Now, you can't throw a fastball. It just doesn't move. It's just nothing. I, I don't know. That's why he got killed all the time. It'll be exciting to see Nathan Eovaldi pitch. I know I'm excited for it already. Oh, I'm more excited to see most other pitchers pitch. You're most, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, good good season, free agency, uh, very exciting. So I'm sure yeah. we'll be back as needed in uh, maybe a couple weeks. We'll, I mean, there'll be stuff going on, and if we deem it necessary to have enough stuff uh, going on and uh, guests as well. Almost certainly something will happen that will be interesting, I would imagine. It'll be very exciting, so right there. Any memories of the season? Anything to close it out? Um, We've done, I don't know what, about 30 of these shows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I remember uh, uh, cutting all the hair off my head. Yeah, it's coming back. It uh, looks normal again. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. That sucks. It's growing. It's taking forever. Whatever. Is that a yearly bet? No. It'd have to be like. 95 for me to do it again to be honest i don't think they'll win 95 games but i feel pretty good about that <laughs> but i feel pretty but good about I, the last but, one but i'm not going to actually do that because you can i do it I, here no i'm gonna just not um i'm just gonna not do would that you not shave for like two months no i'd look like a lunatic i'd rather that would be fine um no i'm not gonna make any of those crazy things anymore because i i regret it this time so uh sports you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, who would have thought the Giants would be the worst team in the National League? I did not think that would happen. <laughs> oh, well, it is what it is. World it's... Series odds different in some places. Dodgers are the best. Indians, Astros close behind. Washington, Yankees. Your usual's up there. In this one, Twins are 80-1. to one. Another one I saw them 66-1. to one. They have the Twins here, the second-to-worst odds. Clumped up with a bunch of teams like Pittsburgh and Miami and Kansas City, Oakland, Phillies, Reds, Padres, Tigers are everybody's uh, worst team. I don't, I mean, the Twins, I don't understand how they are lumped in with these teams. I mean, the Braves are higher. How are the Braves? Here's why. Angels, Two White, words. White Sox. Two words. Paul Molitor. That's fine. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't get it. Seattle. Seattle, Milwaukee, Colorado, the Twins. How is any of those teams? I think they're all. Those are all pretty decent teams. Those are all teams in the same cluster. I think they're all pretty decent. And yet they have Seattle at thirty to one, Colorado at forty to one, Garrett Hodges' team at fifty to one. That's crazy. And here are the Twins at eighty to one. If the White Sox win the World Series, White Sox are in the middle of the pack again. They are. 
What the hell? Again, what? They're rebuilding. They sold off everybody. What would be a funny, uh, funny bet to try to get Garrick to do if the White Sox won the World Series? It'd have to be pretty significant. Drive down here every Monday night for Monday night football. <laughs> every that, Monday see, night. Yeah, that that seems fair. Terrible. So Let's we'll see if we can that. get some sort of a baseball bet. So that'll well, be exciting. And hopefully it is Garrick and not me. There we go. It won't be me. I'm not making a baseball bet. But I do remember that from this season. Good. I hope you do. Because it happened mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. 2080 Baseball Podcast. We'll be back here in a couple weeks. I'm sure we'll be back before Thanksgiving to uh, to talk about all the free agent signings, trades. I hope there's a bunch. Baseball never ends. So there mm-hmm. you go. You're shaking your head. You're going to take a bit of a break here from the baseball, or no, how's that going to go down? No, I'm already back in it. Upton's uh, extension today was exciting. Very good. Um, yeah, we'll be back before Thanksgiving maybe to talk about your uh, your Thanksgiving plans mm. and, what, and what meal you're going to have. How, how does that work? Yeah, a, a teaser. How does the guy that doesn't eat meat go to Thanksgiving? What happens there? He works. He works. Look at that. I worked the last two. I will be working this one. There we go. So Thanksgiving talk next week, next time, in a few weeks on the 2080 Baseball Podcast.